This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to People Talk. People Talk is about getting ahead at work, becoming a leader, establishing your personal brand, and motivating yourself and those around you. Hosted by Angela Hall, who has decades of experience working in the field of human resources, you can expect lively discussions about topics like workplace politics, dealing with difficult employees and clients, creating an inclusive workplace, and jump-starting your career. Here's your host, Angela Hall. Hello, this is Angela Hall, and welcome to another episode of People Talk. People Talk is where we talk about all things related to HR, work-life balance, being successful in your career. Today, we're gonna talk about the hybrid work model. Um, A few weeks ago, I was interviewed by the Detroit Free Press, and that article, um, which was on Ford Motor Company's decision to adopt a hybrid model where employees had the option of working from home or working from wherever or coming into the office. And this article by the Detroit Free Press was picked up by um, Yahoo News and it was a very popular article. So um, just today, the um, Detroit Free Press asked me to do a follow-up interview. And it was, you know, one thing that I emphasized in the article is, or in my interview was that it was um, a little surprising that Ford came uh, as one of the first major um, employers to announce the hybrid model, it being a manufacturer, because we saw that as things started to open up in the pandemic that you saw manufacturers being the first to bring their workers, um, white collar and line workers in factories um, first. Um, Even though white collar workers who weren't working on the shop floor arguably could be working remotely, organizations wanted them to be there to support the, um, the people working in the factories and on the shop floor but also so that there didn't create a culture. Some people thought that were there were the haves and the have-nots and the have-nots get to come into work and the haves get to work from home from the safety and comfort of their home. But what I think that Ford did is actually really smart because um, the cat's out of the bag. A lot of people have been working remotely for the past year and they realize the, the benefits of working from home. You don't have the, that commute. You don't have to pay things like parking. You can, um, you know, you don't have to worry like, oh, I'm gonna have to run out and uh, get my lunch because your lunch is already in your refrigerator. You can balance some work and family things potentially better when you're at home. Think about how many times you get to leave work because you had to let the plumber in or things like that. And so Ford and other organizations are beginning to realize that, you know, this is the, in some ways 
They didn't say, they didn't call it the future of the work because they feel it's the evolution of work. We're at the point now where, you know, the hybrid model makes a lot of sense. You're seeing this also um, kind of duplicated in Silicon Valley. There was an interesting article recently in the New York Times about how so many people are leaving Silicon Valley and working remotely um, during this pandemic because it costs a lot of money to live in Silicon Valley. I remember visiting my friend who was um, on um, a sabbatical and she was living in that area. And I remember, oh my goodness, you spend that much a month. That's like as much as I'm paying for mortgage to have a little tiny apartment. And so it's a situation where people are seeing, hey, there are different things there, you know, that one static way of work, um, we need to be flexible and maybe that there are things and, and lessons learned from this pandemic that can do some good going forward. Um, a recent um, survey that was conducted and it was um, reported by the Society for Human Resource Management said that, you know, um, over 50% of um, employees would like to work from home at least three days a week. But the same study showed that over 60% of bosses said that they want their employees in the office three at least three days a week. So what does that tell us? That tells us that um, the fears that a lot of bosses have is that, you know, working from home may have some downsides in the sense that you may not know what your employees are doing. Another concern is that um, about socialization or onboarding. So it's one thing if you've been working in a work unit or work team for a period of time, but let's say, for example, you're new to the organization and new to the team. Um, the notion is that it is hard to learn the norms, the expectations of behavior when you are working um, remotely and not seeing folks every day. You're not getting that informal mentoring. You're, you're not getting uh, that um, uh, water cooler talk when you're seeing people passing them in the hallway, going in, going to have lunch with people and such. And that is a valid concern for organizations. But knowing that the future of work is such that, or the evolution of work as Ford is saying, um, is that people are going to be expecting to work from home or from wherever more often. And so as a result, it means that to have the best talent um, and to be competitive, organizations are going to need to accommodate the needs of their employees, especially since even though a lot of people have gotten um, vaccinated already, not everyone is vaccinated. Um, not 
we don't know about like the long-term efficacy of the vaccination. You know, um, the notion is that the vaccines will be effective for six months, but you know, what does that mean after that about supply? The fact that so many um, um, children have still not been vaccinated because no vaccine has been approved for someone under 16. So what essentially what I'm saying is folks, we're still living in a pandemic. And, set, and, and, and as a consequence, um, you know, there are some practical reasons why people may want to um, have this hybrid model other than, you know, the convenience of working from home. So, um, like I said, the study from um, Sherm quoted 55% of employees prefer working remotely through three days a week and 68% of executives uh, think that employees should be in the office at least three days a week. And the issue is the fear of not having a strong work culture. But there are some ways that um, executives can make the hybrid model work, including doing things like having times when um, people have to be in the office. Now, of course, you don't want people all stacked up on top of each other because we're in a um, pandemic, but having a core time where you have maybe pods of people who come in on certain days and certain windows. Uh, making sure too that you have the IT infrastructure to support that level of connectivity that is needed. Um, doing things such as um, realizing that some jobs don't work remotely, meaning that some folks um, just don't do well working at home. They're easily distracted or they're easily disengaged. Um, or there's just some people who um, burn themselves out. And so um, you have to think about too, um, not like you can, you know, you should play favorites and say, oh, you get to work hybrid, you don't get to work hybrid. But part of being a good boss is counseling someone and saying, hey, do you really feel that based on your personality that it would be good for you to work remotely? I have someone in my own family and um, this person recently started a job and he said, you know, I want to come into the office. Um, I know we're in a pandemic, but I feel that that's the way that people will get to know me. And I know myself and I know that like, for example, I'm easily distracted at home and this would be a good thing for me to do now. Um, know that people who are early in their career, that it may be important for them to spend more time at physically in the office. And I was thought this was very interesting. There was a um, study, I mean, that was, that uh, once it was reported by SHRM, uh, the Society for Human Resource Management. And it, and it suggests that, um, that the Generation Z, and they were born in 1997 and on. So they're the youngest generation that's in the workforce that they prefer a lot of times being in the office. And at first when I saw that, I was shocking. I was shocked. But then I think about my um, students that I have that, um, you know, I teach masters and PhD students at Michigan State University. 
And a lot of them are saying, oh, I can't wait to get back into the classroom. I can't wait to be able to engage with my classmates more face-to-face, -face, with my faculty face-to-face. -face. And uh, what Sherm was reporting is that, um, that the Generation Z demographic has a tendency to want to intertwine work and, um, and like a social life. So they get like some social uh, connections at work and they're missing that from working um, virtually. And at first, like I said, I was shocked because this is the generation that grew up on their phones and texting and on social media. And I thought, well, you know, if anyone, they're gonna like to be working remotely. But, you know, from what I'm seeing in the classroom and what other people are reporting in surveys and studies, it seems like that's really not the case. Um, some things also to make sure that that working at in a hybrid model works well is making sure that you sustain that company culture. There's a recent article in, in Forbes that talked about the hybrid future. And so part of it is making, sh under making sure that you have a strong culture and a shared purpose. And such that you may say, you may be working in Wisconsin, I might be working in East Lansing, Michigan, you might be working in like someplace else, but we have a shared purpose and a shared goal in this organization. And find ways to foster um, that cohesion with the teams, making sure that you have um, check-ins with your team. Um, that And not just the mindless uh, team meeting where people turn off their camera, things where people are engaged. And it may be that, you know, someone does, um, you know, it may have a social element. You may have like, um, like a brown bag session where people bring their lunch and you discuss and they talk over Zoom about or WebEx or whatever you use Teams and talk about, um, you know, some type of issue, whether it be related to work or it could be like you just have like a book club or you talk about you're watching whatever you're watching. I don't know, The Bachelor or whatever thing is popular on Netflix, but just some way so to have that kind of connection. Another thing is to make sure that you have that accountability, that people realize that, hey, just because I am working uh, remotely, it doesn't mean that um, you can't contact someone when they're not in the office or that you like you know, on the days that they're not there. You know, you have to recognize that, you know, there's still work to be done and that, you know, that being able to, it almost feels like you're intruding on someone when you contact them on their cell phone or contact them when they're away from work. And, some, and so as a manager, one has to realize that that's not the case uh, when someone is working remotely. Something that I think is very, very important is that um, you have to make sure that if you're having this hybrid model that you do not uh, heighten uh, already existing disparities in the workplace where you have the haves and the have nots and that it looks like that the 
uh, people who are in the in-group get to work from home, or conversely, that if you work from home more that you are like the loser, you're in the out-group, and people don't share resources with you. And this is something that's very important to remember. Resources are not just money and time. Resources can be information. And, you know, and so if you're not sharing needed information and it might not, and you may say needed, needed, you may say it might not be necessary for this to do the, the job, but if it's information that could help someone advance in their career or be more successful at home, and you're just sharing that among a small group of people, well, that is going to heighten um, uh, and, and just uh, increase already existing disparities in the workplace. It's also important to realize that it's hard to make and build relationships remotely, despite what you may see like a 90 day fiance or something where people make, uh, meet virtually, it's hard to um, you know, make those connections. So to find ways that people can network connect and do what they need to do in order to develop in that role and to develop in that career. Um, finally, it's really important to make sure that you have the right um, bits and bobs. I've been watching um, shows from a home improvement show from in um, Ireland and they like to use that term bits and bobs. Um, the things that people need to be successful at home, whether it's to make sure that they have a good um, uh, web camera, that they may need maybe um, something to boost their internet signal, um, to make sure that you talk to people about ergonomics. And, you know, you might not have the fancy desk uh, at home, but like doing things to make sure that like, for example, um, people uh, encouraging them to do things like sit at, uh, at uh, the table correctly when they're working and like having the monitor at the appropriate height. Um, even sending them things like lumbar support uh, back cushions because we are all sitting a lot more um, now that we have uh, this virtual work and even with the um, hi hybrid model, you're still going to see, you know, way more people in front of computers than they were um, before the pandemic. Um, and so in all their pros of having a hybrid model, it's, it is good for the employee in that they can um, balance work and life better. It's good for the environment. You don't have people clogging up the roads, driving to and forth places um, and such. Um, it's good for um, maybe even streamlining some things. Think about like how many, how we have become way more efficient over the past year working remotely. But there are also some downsides of it, including um, 
a sense of isolation with employees, um, the notion that working from home, you have increased like cyber risk because people may have their computer up and running and, and it's not password protected and people come in or they don't have the same type of infrastructure. Um, and the fact that some people don't work well at home. So and organizations need to keep all of this in mind as they determine what jobs are best to, for a hybrid model, what people they should encourage to take advantage of a hybrid model, and what other ways a hybrid model can be supported or evaluation as we can see that the hybrid model is going to be uh, important part in the evolution and possibly the future of work. So on that note, I will end this episode of People Talk. Please listen um, again next week. New episodes drop every Thursday. Thank you very much. Um, take care and be well. Thanks for listening to another episode of People Talk with Angela Hall. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues and remember to subscribe to our show. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.